0: You are now listening to The Open Canvas. Here we are, Open Canvas. I'm here with a good brother. This guy you probably know or you've probably been influenced by something he's created or done. I consider him a genius in his own right. Someone who's done it himself in so many ways. He's basically created his own brand, his own name and stood in his own two feet for all of his life. That's one thing that I really respect about this guy is that he's been able to create so many different things. I consider him like a chameleon. He'll be doing one thing one day, and by the time people catch up to that, he's already on to the next thing. So this guy is, is considered someone who represents New York to the fullest, the culture. He respects where he's from. He pays homage to where he's from, and it just shows in his work ethic and what he does and what he puts out. He only attaches his name to things that he, he knows will represent himself and the city correctly. So... <laughs> Thank Before you. Before I you. say anything else, I'd like to introduce you to my brother Dice. Thank Dice. you.
1: Thank you. That was like the best intro <laughs> I've ever gotten in my life. Amazing. I'm about to rip that. Yeah. <laughs> so, how's it going, bro? Like, I mean. I'm good, man. It's, uh, it's work every day. Yeah. It feels good. Yeah, yeah. I'm working right now. I brought my laptop. For real. I'm for about real. to sit in the back corner and just work away. Work
0: it out, man. So, I mean, you remember how we met? you remember? No, probably not. Where do we meet? Let me think. The Brooklyn Museum. The Brooklyn Museum.
1: Right, right.
0: Yeah. Was that it? I think that was the first time we like connected. Yeah, like, we've yeah, seen yeah, each other yeah, around, yeah. But that was well,
1: that was probably before your trip to Amsterdam, before well, my second trip. Before your second trip, you have been yeah. there, and I remember we met, and then you went back. Exactly. Okay, exactly. cool. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. That was a crazy day too, because for I think Jermaine, the No Wave crew, were like throwing something there. No
1: vacancy in. No
0: vacancy in party. Yeah, yeah. they killed it. I yeah, was was too, it was dope too because it was like an an so exhibit. much stuff
1: in the last few months. Yeah, yeah, that was that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah,
0: that event in and of itself was dope because I remember it was supposed to be like an exhibit slash party.
1: Yeah, and
0: that was such a dope concert.
1: All the radios. Yeah, yeah, it was, was like huge radio
0: display. Like All these things that were considered outdated, but they repurposed it right so that it became new and and relevant. And and then
1: playing all this music through it was even more sick,
0: yeah, man. Because, like, when I saw it, I was like considering and I was watching the crowd and the energy in the room. People didn't realize it, but they became the art, the party was the art
1: piece, piece, yeah, 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 100%. So that was like so the vibe was just ill, yeah, the vibes was ill, and everybody that was there was ill. Shout out to them, they always kill it, absolutely, absolutely, and definitely, definitely.
0: And one of the things that we first started talking about was just traveling. We were like, right. yo, like, man, we can't, We couldn't wait till our next trip. Be we like, yo, I remember you like, yo, I can't wait, man. I, I'm going to move out to Amsterdam and like, yeah, find a like wife. A dream,
1: <laughs> it's probably not going to be Amsterdam for me. Amsterdam's still a crazy city. Yeah. It's like, it's too much like my city. It has to be like North Holland or something. Okay. Oh. But yeah, that's second home, man. So when I seen you out there, I guess after that, I saw you, you was with some people I knew right. and I was just like, oh shit. Like, shout, yeah, out he's good. shout out to Mona, shout out to Georgie. Yo, yeah. Georgie said when he first came to New
0: York, he was chilling with you. Yeah, yeah, his
1: first time here. Do you remember? Was what, like, yeah. what was that like? Yeah, my first time meeting him and a few other people. And, and they just have this this wave that's so young and cool, and they don't give a fuck. Right. You can tell how the, the way they dress and the way they move, like, it's, it's definitely inspiring. And what's more dope about that, last year when I was in London, a bunch of kids in London was wearing his brand and representing their stuff in London. It was just like, oh, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. This kid had, like, this denim jacket with all his writing on it. Smith in the back, really big and it was just it was just sick. It was just different. Like, oh, oh shit. Oh. Like, yeah, these guys are definitely moving. Hey, yo, those kids are all inspirations because they're man young and they really hold down their city. And a way that's really organic. They ain't trying to be anybody else. They ain't following nobody else. Which is ill because of the the OGs out there. What they do is totally different. Yeah. Or what they started, you know, what Pata started and what they did for the city, but the kids are on their own wave and still under that umbrella. Right. Which right. is really crazy.
0: That's what I respect about them. Is when you're able to like fully appreciate and respect the people that you come up
1: under, yep. but you're like, I'm not gonna do exactly like you. I'm yeah, gonna no, create respect because they respect the culture and they life. know like they have their own thing to add to the culture, and that's what I think about every day. Like what I'm gonna add to the culture, what's gonna be my legacy, what I'm gonna leave behind. Because I don't want to be any of these companies. I mean, I love all of them. You know, I love Supreme, I love A Life. But I don't want to be that. I have something else to bring.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man, like, yourself, where sure. are you from? Like, where'd you
1: grow up in the city? Oh, man, I grew up in the Bronx, New York, South Bronx. I was born, raised northwest, really Spanish neighborhood. Anybody that knows me knows I was raised super Spanish. They call me, like, the black Dominican. Yeah. Flip side of things, my father was in Brooklyn all my life, so I spent a lot of times all my summers in Brooklyn. Where Brooklyn? In East Flatbush. Okay. So that's, like, my West Indian side of the family, and my mom's American, so I was in New York. All my life, I've lived here. Another fun fact, which is funny, is that I lived in every borough of this city. Even Staten Island. Island. Me and my best friend were joking about it yesterday. Like, yeah, let me take, like, he takes no pictures. And I'm like, yo, we got to take pictures. We got to document this. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, thinking about it. I don't have no pictures of me growing up. He's like you know, like my mom, like you know, we just move around and do things. So I'm like, yeah, I'm the same way. Like, well, yeah, I grew up like that. I lived in every borough. Went to school in Midtown. I love the city. I only do it for the city. Yeah. So, what were you doing as a kid, like growing up? When was your son? shit? I grew up in the Bronx, man. Like, we grew up like breakdancing, writing graffiti, DJing, rapping, like mm-hmm. real hip hop, and not realizing that the culture. You just did it because that was the thing to do. No, didn't yeah. you know. It's yeah. like you know, it's, it's funny. If you're from New York, you don't you don't necessarily make money from these things. We just yeah. breathe these things. This is, it's, it's just in us. It's in us. Like how many people you know, you there's some kid in your building that's one of the best rappers ever who don't want to be a rapper. He just <laughs> raps. <laughs> right, Why? Because right. we can. It's, it's effortless.
0: Yeah, yeah. So so for you, you're saying this graffiti, breakdancing, all these things that are so essential to hip-hop culture, like you were just doing
1: naturally. Yeah, it's, it's funny and it's funny yeah. to see where, where people end up. Because like when I was a kid, I never wanted to be a breakdancer, but I know on this day everybody goes to this breakdance practice and we all practice breakdancing, all of us. And uh, there's a few people that's around that used to go there. Some of the guys that work at Supreme used to be there. And it, it, was, it was a thing, like, you know, I wrote graffiti, so I would go in my black book to PS86 in mm-hmm. Kingsbridge. And we used to breakdance and write graffiti in, in our black books. Every week, Mm. it was, I think it was like Saturdays in the gym or in the lunchroom. About time, that was probably like the summer before I even went into high school. So when I went to high school, I was already breakdancing, already writing graffiti. And since I went to Art and Design, there was a ton of kids already on that wave. So when I got there, it was like, oh shit. And then I converted some of my friends I was hanging out with to write graffiti and yeah. to break dance. And it's funny how, how far they took it. Because yeah. they didn't even come to school. Or, and I'm from my borough. Right, right. It's weird. It's funny. Yeah. Like, we grew up where I grew up is a bunch of black people and Spanish people. And that's all you think, you know, like this is like this hip hop thing. And when I went to school in Midtown, I was write graffiti with this white kid with green hair. These kids to write don't. And it's like, oh shit, like punk rock kids write graffiti? <laughs> Right. And of course, like, why wouldn't they, right? It's natural, right. Yeah, like, right. why wouldn't they? And it was weird. It was like, oh, shit, like, this shit is way bigger than just my block. And used to chill that scrapyard every day after school. What scrapyard? The graffiti shop on West Broadway. Okay. OK. So after school, we used to all go downtown since I was like 14, 15, and chill in front of this graffiti shop. That's really, like, my first introduction to downtown. And all these graffiti writers have to stop there to get their supplies. And, and black like books and videos, and used to buy all the graffiti magazines, all the graffiti videos, mm. and that's like my first introduction to Amsterdam. I bought this one video from Amsterdam with a bunch of kids breakdancing and writing graffiti, and I was like, "Damn, this shit is not even any English." Right, right. And I was like, "Oh shit, this shit is <laughs> sick." Yeah. That was it. We spent all that time writing graffiti. It's, it's funny. My parents knew what I was doing. Man. They didn't necessarily like it, but it was like, "Ah, it could be worse." Right. And then my mom understood. My mom was younger. And she got it. Like you know, we're from the Bronx. She got it. Yeah. She was like, It's cool. Yeah. It's part of the culture.
0: That's crazy, bro. Because, like, you had so many different creative outlets so early. You were finding ways to create and express yourself on so many levels.
1: Yeah, but like at the time, it, it's so funny, it's like, you don't think of it like that. Right, right. It's like breathing. You know how they say you gotta put 10,000 hours into something to be a master at it? Yeah. Put like 20,000 hours in graffiti. That was an everyday thing from junior high school. We would go in the blistering cold, lay down on the on the snow and copy the letters off the wall from like these legends that now I can just call on my phone which is so crazy like all the people I just looked up to and they're traveling the world selling paintings for a lot of money it's just funny it's just weird where things go but we never thought of it as art or expression and eventually as we got older uh, shout outs to the Tats crew they had a center and they used to get us art shows and we used to sell art and it's like oh shit we can make money this is kind of art and we just kept it going it's weird It's, it's just normal yeah. I know kids that just do this it's, it's a sport a lot of people don't don't see it like that graffiti is a sport I know people that that take it really serious way serious than I I love it but I know people that died for it I know people that killed for it literally, literally. like not a joke like literally it is a, a different thing it's a whole underworld thing and it can be very dangerous you have to really commit time into it but it, it was not normal if you're from where I'm from yeah everybody wrote graffiti. Everybody, like on my side of town, it's kind of crazy. Like some of the greatest artists came from out of that. Yeah. And some of them are still there, Mm -hmm. which is great. So
0: just living and breathing graffiti culture Mm -hmm. and hip hop culture, when you've traveled the world, and you see it in so many different places. Like you say, you saw it in this video, this Dutch video from Amsterdam. You see hip-hop culture and community culture. What was it like
1: seeing that in other countries? Did you feel like, wow, like what we were doing was really making an impact? Uh, yo, growing up, never cared yet, yeah. right? That's just my everyday. I don't, I don't, I, it's, it's hard to explain. It's, it's different. Hip-hop is not this music that I found. Mm. It's actually my first music. It's my mom's music. I came out the pussy on some hip hop shit. Right, like, my right. mom was young, and it's right. like it's hard to explain. Like for my Spanish friends that I grew up with, English is their second language, so you know they had Spanish music first. So for me, my my first music is hip hop, and it's weird to explain that. So I know I don't think of it as this thing. I think of it it's just regular. It's life life. I didn't I didn't realize that I wasn't normal until I started traveling. Just being from New York, you're not really a normal person. And I just realized how important hip hop was last year when I was in London and I was chilling with, uh, shout out to DJ Snips. Who is that? Who's that? He is a DJ from London, has the biggest hip hop party, Living Proof. Shout out to those guys. Like I, I like hip hop. This guy loves hip hop, right? Yeah and he'll stand behind it, he'll he'll die for it. I ain't dying for this shit. <laughs> he'll jump in front of a bullet for yeah. it, and he hates everything, that the, the new shit that's going on. He, he's, it's not for him, you know, right. he likes real hip-hop. He likes people that can rap people, you know, so he was having the debate, you know, I'm out there listening to all the grime shit, like playing all the Drake shit, you know, you don't necessarily like love that shit, he likes rap. But it made me appreciate, you know, I got this guy from London who, who cares about this thing that's from the exact place that I'm born way more than 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 I do you know right. to tell me like yo you don't appreciate it and like having this argument with me he's in school taking like a hip hop class like you know and he's like it's not even a hip hop class I'm sorry it's a music theory class and all his thesis and all his essays and all his stuff is on hip hop Mm. and he's over here arguing and and pushing this culture forward on such another level and it made me realize like how important this little thing is how young this thing is our greats and our ancestors in this culture are still alive you watch the get down all these guys are doing consulting for the get down Mm. which was ill and it's just this young thing yeah. that impact the whole world. You, you can argue that Kanye West is one of the most influential fashion guys in the world. That's hip hop. Right, right. <laughs> like, Absolutely. you know, like this is like hip hop the, on the runway show. This is like hip hop in all the movies. This is hip hop in, in everything. This little, it's like a virus. And I took it for granted for a long time. And now it's how do we move it forward? And how do we give back? And how do we keep the history? Going on, right? Right. So yeah,
0: how are you doing that now? How How would you want to do that?
1: Honestly, I just want to give back to the communities I grew up in and to the communities I live in and to the kids there to show them that there's so much other things you can be doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Everybody says that, right? right? I have I have a, a great idea for a charity that I'm working on to start for 2018, mm. and it's basically an art program. It's an art and academic program for uh, after school. I don't want to talk too much about it. I don't nobody steal my thunder. Right, right. But I also, I, I want to bring certain people to come talk to the kids. And I think like, once it's up and running, I, I think people like, in my head, it's people like Swiss Beats. It's people like Cope 2, a graffiti writer. It's like different artists and people that, that know, that grew up in the hood, that know the dynamics of it and, and give these kids something to do after school. Because if it wasn't for the after school programs in my neighborhood, I wouldn't have been able to go to art and design. I wasn't able to have made as much art, you know. Thank God for them, because I grew up poor. I didn't have uh, all the supplies, but they had it, you know. Yeah, and that was ill. That's my way of giving back. I just want to teach the kids. Like I'm not, really, I'm never mad at what the kids are doing. I love all that shit. I love the dabbing. I love the naming. I want them to understand, you know, the history of it. And uh, I guess that's an old thing, because like you always hear some old head talk about, like, oh, you know, preserve this and preserve this. And as I got older, it's like, oh, shit, it's very important to preserve this. Right. Like, you know, like, kids are not learning the history, and then we get mad at the kids. You got, uh, people got mad at, at Little Yachty for saying that Drake was better than Tupac and Biggie, right? And it's like, cool, I love that. Why do I love it? Because you never got to listen to Biggie and Tupac. This guy's been dead as long as this guy's been alive. How would he know that? But it, I feel like it's his manager's job. It's the people, the older people around them. They'd be like, "Yo, you need to listen to this." And if they did listen to it, their music would get better. They they would want to be better, True. you know. True. You just gotta study the, the the culture. But I feel they have because he came back and he said, like, oh shit, this shit was dope. Yeah. Which means he never heard it before. And that's not his fault. That's our fault as adults. Not making sure the kids listen to it. I mean sure my little brother listen to Mace's album. Now my little brother is a better rapper because he listened to Mace's album. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean sure to send him down like, yo, make sure you listen to this biggie album or listen to this track or listen to this Jay-Z is super important. No, it's not relevant. No, it's not now, but you still gotta go back and listen to these things. Yeah, man. I don't know, that's one way I would like to give back and
0: yeah, show. One of the things that I really respect about you, man, is your hustle. You're doing so many different things. A lot of things you may not even get the front credit for, or the, or like the, the publicity for. You're doing so many things and you're moving in so many different ways. Helping other people, not necessarily looking for the credit, but knowing that it means something to the culture. And also doing
1: your own things in so many different avenues. What is hustle for you? What, what does it mean to you, like the grind? It's different, like New York. That's that's just what a New Yorker is. Like New York, you wear all these hats, you do all these things. Like you're in New York, it's like so much culture here. And you know what I hate? I hate when people are like, oh, you know, you're like you're mad, Mixie. It's just like how can how can you not be? It's like every day I don't want to eat Chinese food, you know, It's like I have everything I ever wanted in my city. So how the fuck would I not fuck with everything? It's like how how would I not? You know what I mean? It's like it's just a weird it's a weird turn. The kids the kids are weird. The kids you know they live they live online, and I don't take nothing from it's the future, but I grew up with both. I remember not having a cell phone. When I went to high school, we didn't have cell phones. Yeah. Period. You had so, to be naturally Yeah, you yeah. got to be where you say you're going to be. Connecting, yeah. You had to be where you say you're going to be at a certain time. And if you wasn't there, then it was a tough for that. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. it, it's just a different. I don't know. Times is changing and, and things are changing faster than ever. You just got to keep up with it. So I just stay working. I like to think I'm still young I'm not really that young anymore nah, bro. but I just stay working I don't care I just do what I feel and I'm comfortable enough and I'm not scared of nothing I like creating I like producing I like putting yeah. stuff out even if it's not good it's like fuck it let's put it out and we'll get better next time and, Yeah. and you see the growth you can you can see my company the growth my company's been here almost five years now yeah. what's your company? Uh, the City of Gods yeah. has been here five years which is weird I didn't realize that till now yeah. congratulations bro. really yeah. really, <laughs> really congratulations thank you like, yeah. it feels good and it's only growing it's only getting bigger and people are starting to take it super serious because they have to because i'm not going nowhere right and i'm home right
0: You're
1: i'm home, home that's how other people like i, I didn't move here I, I live here i'm home yeah i yeah. can
0: maneuver live with this shit home field advantage that's, that's 100%. real. that's real so with the cities of, city of god what does that represent to you like what is the purpose of it
1: uh it's, it's a it's a lifestyle right and the purpose is uh i just wanted to do something for my city that represents the people that grew up here and that's from here, right? And I don't know if it translates that way, but that's what inspires me, my city inspires me. I, I walk through my city four or five in the morning all the time, I make those late night videos right. on my Instagram, yes. you see me walking through the city talking nice shit, but I need that energy, I, I love it. Mm. I don't know, I, I, do it for, I do it for here, I do it for the culture, yeah. do it for New York. Yeah,
0: man. And that's one thing, like even those Instagram clips or the small videos, the really important motivation-wise I, I, didn't, I
1: didn't realize until people until I stopped doing it and the reason why I stopped I used to do it all the time but I used to get drunk in the club and go on these rants <laughs> yeah so when I stopped drinking it's been a few months now I haven't had a drink in like eight months when I stopped drinking I don't have this desire to go on these rants anymore and then people are hitting me up like yo what happened to the late night video yo I need that like I wake up in the morning I live for that you know and it's like oh shit, I gotta keep giving these people these late night videos so I'm like fuck it I'll keep making them
0: I don't care I don't gotta
1: be drunk to talk shit (laughs) and the thing is like
0: it's the energy I think along with what you're saying it's the energy of it the fact that you're walking through certain areas of New York that type of energy people feel like I know when when I see it I gotta get on my shit and that's what I do it for
1: lately I've been running my Instagram especially like Insta Story, more like if a kid's never able to come to New York he can just go on my page and live through it I go to yeah. every neighborhood I make sure to take pictures of everything ill Mine. not necessarily as much as what I'm doing but definitely where I'm at yeah and those videos help too like you know I'm gonna take some footage in any club yeah with any artist there and, and and that's it's just fun it, it, it's, it's actually fun for me like I don't see it as work. I'm just doing the stuff that I love to do in my city, stuff that I would be doing anyway. Right. right. And I, like creating clothes is, is easy, like drawing is easy, there's stuff that I do for free. And now I'm making money off of it, it feels great. That's real, that's real, man. And just what you said there, like for someone who's
0: not from New York, is not living here to be able to live through almost what you're creating, and, and then those videos that you're putting out, even the images of New York City, like that
1: means something. Hope so. Yeah, it does I don't I don't like honestly, cause yeah. I, sometimes I wake up I'm like, what the fuck am I wasting my time doing this shit for? But uh, but I love to do it. I love to do it. I'm not gonna lie, I love to do it. And the stuff that I have coming is is so much bigger and better than than everything I've been doing.
0: Yeah.
1: It is is rolling out now. Like I'm I'm blessed. I've been counting my blessings. I have no real complaint. Right. I'm always complaining, but I have no
0: real complaints. Right, right. And it's just, it's really motivational for me just to even be here with you, to hear you talk about these things because you're speaking a lot of these things that you're doing that you have done into reality. Right. Like a lot of people, you know, may not see all the moves that you're making, but the results are there.
1: I got I to gotta get better at documenting what I've done. Mm. God, I just went back and gathered a bunch of stuff and I'm like, shit. I haven't really been taking it, as much pictures or videos as I should have. That's something that I need to work on, because I've been doing this party. September will be five years for my Bible study party. Right. Shout out to the yeah. Bible, study Bible study party. Bible study party, you know, crazy. I used to do this weekly hip hop thing, and now I turned into more like a monthly, every two, three months thing. Yeah. I'm just too old. I'm not trying to be at the same party every week. But yeah, like people don't even realize I've been doing this for five years. And shout outs to everybody who's came out and DJed from uh, Virgil to OG Chase B. Shout out to them. You know, there's a bunch of people, man, to the producer, Develop. Mm. And you know, this is just from phone calls and text messages, and they all did it for the low. TM88, thank you. Mm. You know, and uh, I want to keep this growing. I want to I build bigger. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm seeing bigger, I'm older. I want bigger, I want, I want festival. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah, that's the vision. That is the vision, I want to travel. I want to, I did, I did one party out in Amsterdam. Shout out to Vic. Big Crazy, thank you for that. I, I wanna just grow. It's natural to wanna grow. Yeah. Like, I don't wanna stay the same. Like, yeah. what's next? What's next? That's it. And That's I, it. I see a lot of people still doing the same thing, and shout outs to them. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, my dreams are much bigger. Yeah, man. Much, yeah. much bigger. I'm never content. Right, right. I just realized you always gotta keep working. Yeah. I don't wanna work anymore, but, like,
0: yeah, not become complacent. Yeah, There's yeah.
1: So, so many people like who are talented and who
0: have great ideas, they'll do something really well a couple of times and then they'll be like, all right, let me sit back. back on this. Nah, let me I want to sit back.
1: I want to next level, next level. Right, right. And I realize like, I'm always going to be stressed out. And I'm always going to be working. I'm always going to be pushing forward. What's next? I'm blessed to have done some great things and then I look back like that stuff never happened. One of the biggest things was probably the Fila collab was right. pretty, pretty big. Yeah. And that was already almost like uh, two years ago now. And I, I don't even remember that so far far. Mm-hmm. what's next, you Yeah, know? Yeah.
0: I think that's actually the mark of someone who's about really progression. Like that's right. progression. When you're, you're able to appreciate what you've done and others appreciate what you've done, but you're already thinking about the next thing. Yeah. You're already like thinking about how can I be better? How can I improve? Like so many people are content with being good and not
1: really looking forward to being great. Yeah, so you know what's funny, that. it's funny you say that. Like yeah. I never I never cared about being great. It's always been like just to be good or I've always been happy to be here. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't play sports. I don't have that competitive nature. So I've always been happy. I'm happy that you guys allow me to create, right? Mm. So i never see anybody as competition. You know, I just do my own thing. I, I sit in the corner. Yeah. For the first time, I don't want to sit on the bench. I want to come and I want to play. Mm. And I do want to compete. I'm going to prove it. Like This summer is going to be the summer to prove everybody, like, oh shit, That's right. I'm about to shake up everybody's world. Dude. They're going to have to deal with me. Yeah. And people yeah. are going to love it and people going to hate it, but I don't care. They're going to have to deal with me for the first time. And they're gonna have to deal with me. <laughs> like I'm not gonna nice. be asshole. Exactly. I, I'm very passive, especially <laughs> to people that I look up to and I like. Even if they don't like me, mm-hmm. I'll tiptoe around them. You know, I'm just really passive. I can be an asshole sometimes, but but now I'm gonna be blatantly like, this is it. Yeah, I'm gonna deal with it.
0: That's right, man. Like that's that's the attitude so many people need to. Adjust to I had know? to grow into it To yeah, be honest I had yeah. to like
1: You know so so much people Try to shake up my world People just try to like You know throw a monkey wrench In my shit all the time mm. And I'm usually like Ah whatever You know they just hating I just go around it But now I'm gonna fight back Yeah Yeah man That's
0: real That's it's real It's tough It is cause like
1: it's my livelihood now Yeah like, cause know, pe- like I don't do nothing else I do yeah. this You know, This is it And
0: for people like us Who like our name and our brand is all we have you know so like it. we got to protect it we got to work hard for it we got to make sure that when we put the work in that it is respected as it rightly should be you know so i i know what's gonna happen bro. i know oh yeah. yeah i'm not worried about it
1: i'm very patient too yeah like i'm very patient i, I already realized like just being an artist you know people are not gonna really get it yeah. I worry, I, I'm gonna be dead, and then people are like, oh shit, I get it now, I'm like, fuck. But you know, but that's just what it is, as an artist, people don't really understand. I don't always uh, articulate myself in the best manner, you know, like I just wanna create, and if you don't get it, like these earrings, the earrings that I have on right now, I made these earrings, right? Yeah. I just had an idea, was and, fine, uh, and and you know, it's like, how, how do I get this done, fuck it. No, I never seen anybody do it, and people like, ah, it can't really be done. It can be done, but it's gonna be hard a week later it's done that's it and that's the difference Like I'd rather try and figure it out yeah I was having a conversation you connected me with the good brother Scott Yep. over at Baby uh, Jane, Jane. Jane, Jane, Jane you can leave and learn something right Right. or, or get a good connecting exactly. and make something or get something done and that's what I
0: appreciate because you you know invited me out there and said, yo, there's some people I want you to connect with. And Scott, you know, he he's one of those dudes that I, I first met and we instantly just started talking. Yep. And one of the things that he said that just reminded me of something you just said, you know, it being easy. When you know what you're good at, other people around you are like, yo, this is gonna take, you know, I don't know how long this is gonna take, yo, know, you, you gotta plan some more about this, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Matt, iffy. Yep. But when you know you're good at something and you have a vision for it,
1: it's easy. to do it. Yeah, you just, just do, do it. it. Do it. Like you feel it. You can feel that energy, you know. I think like JG said in the interview, he was like, people love to put their fear on you. Mm. You know, they love to project. Like he's like my uncle said, I couldn't sell a million records. I, and in a rhyme, he was like, I, I told my uncle I sold a million records a hundred times. <laughs> like you know, and that nice. and that's real. It's like you nice. know, people. He's like he's like, and and the way he put it was just so beautiful. He was like my uncle met didn't mean it in a, in a harmful way. Right. He was just being realistic. He couldn't envision that. Couldn't yeah, that. I, don't, I don't worry about anybody. I have too much of my own fucking fear and I don't mm. let that stop me. Mm. You know, I'm only, scared every time I put something else, it doesn't mean I'm not gonna put it out. Like, right. Fuck it, I'd rather you tell me it's whack, and i am be like, all right, let me step back and figure this out. Mm. That was embarrassing. That needs to not happen again. But it happens all the time. If you're not scared, then you honestly don't care. Mm. you don't give a fuck. It's like one of those things. If you don't, you don't, fear, if you it. don't fear it, then you don't, that's like going into, mm. that's like being somewhere and somebody threatening you and you don't get the butterflies in your stomach, then you're not scared of this person. Mm. Like, you know, that's real. That's real. Like if you don't, if you don't get a little nervous, like I'm so nervous, I'm about to release these earrings on, on Sunday and uh, I already sold five of them and I'm still nervous. Yeah. You know, I need it to translate, I need people to, to understand the vision. And, and talk about it. I, I'd rather people say that they hate it. Just yeah. talk about it. As long as I got a feeling out of you, I did my job. That's it.
0: And that's like the best sign of you doing something that's actually progressive. Like when you do have that fear feeling, yeah. it's like, okay, I'm doing something right. We shouldn't see that as a as a sign that I should fall back. That's a, yeah. Go
1: towards your fear. Like go. Yeah, yeah, that's, like, what, exactly. I, that's what I go like. Towards you know? it. and, yeah. and it's mad funny. I, I've been trying to force myself. There's a few things in life I don't like. And I'll, I'll just force myself right in. And it's like little things, but I have no reason not to like these things. or yeah. no reason to fear these things. Yeah. And I just put myself through it. Mm. Uh, one of those things, like, I hate festivals. Mm. I hate festivals. All oh, my heart, I hate festivals. <laughs> I don't do drugs. I hate festivals. Right. So if I don't have a backstage pass, I don't want to go. So mm. I've been going. I've been trying to hit every festival. <laughs> and it turns out oh, this shit's been mad fun. It's lit, bro. It's, it's been lit. lit. Yeah. So... <laughs> And, you know, you don't feel the same way every year. You know, you change. Like, the older you get, I feel you change year to year. You know? Drastically. I'm always trying stuff all the time and again and trying to learn new things. I just realized you don't really stop learning. You don't. So I just signed up for some classes at FIT and paying shit up. Ton of money to take some classes at (laughs) FIT now. Because, like, why not? Like, I'm alive. I might as well keep learning shit. Yeah, yeah. And that's always, like... That's, like, the
0: best feeling, too. Like, me, I love reading. So, like, for mm-hmm. me, I'm always picking up a new book. I'm always trying to, like, gain as much knowledge as I can because that's when I feel like I'm the most ready and able to attack my day. It's right, when right. I'm, like, constantly taking in new
1: information. You know, you never can learn enough. You never can feel like, oh, I got this. I didn't know that. Right. <laughs> I right just now. I just felt that in the last few years, you know, oh, so far, so good. Yeah, I never I never felt that way. And I was like, wait a minute. Just because I'm out of school, don't I mean I gotta stop learning. Right, right. And it's funny, I took this bartending job. I never bartended before, it just threw me in there. It's like, yo, fuck it, I'm going <laughs> And I've been killing it. Yeah, man, And I I can attest to that. The drinks are on point, bro. Yeah, it's like yeah. real cocktails. It's weird, it's just a different thing. You know, yeah. we've got a real cocktail spot. It's right,
0: crazy. right, man. So, And that's the thing, like, I feel like you're a prime example of this, is you've been able to do so many different things oh, in different yeah. professions so well. Some people, they go to school, go to college get the degree and they stick to one job for the rest of their life yeah you basically lived 10 people's lives in one person so i mean how do you how do you
1: how do you even like explain that i think i think uh, for me that i look back one of the craziest things i did was i moved out of my house when i was like 16 years old and i was probably it was that it's like all right i moved out i had to pay rent i was in high school paying rent Mm. and it was one of those things like i had to do a 100 different things to pay the bills it's not you know i was still in school and I guess just being on my own is like oh if I want to eat I better get that done this done and that done Mm. and then it got to the point that I started collecting sneakers and it's like oh shit I need to go work at a sneaker store shout outs to A-Life A-Life and And, um, you know I had to make like more money to acquire all the supreme shit I wanted and pay rent and then it just became the normal, like, you know what? I'm gonna throw parties, I'm gonna work at the store, I'm gonna do my brand, I'm gonna do the marketing over here, I'm gonna do parties for this person. And then, I just like, oh shit, I need to make a brand. And All those things need to be under this one umbrella. Yeah. It's dope, and hopefully it, will, it can turn into an agency, like, you can pick up the phone and call this number, and we can do anything you need us to do. Yeah. From making clothing to throwing in event. Yeah, yeah, right now. I mean,
0: we were just talking about that before, earlier just a few minutes ago it's like like when you're able to create something for yourself that allows you to do different things you're you're, you're basically taking what you're doing and then connecting the dots like you're not saying this part of my life or this area that I work in is separate from this area you're like no how can I bring those things together together, yeah like especially because
1: I hate that like not one person is just one thing like yeah. you know you want to do a hundred things and, I, and that's why I love Kanye Kanye's like Yo, I'm not just a rapper I'm not just a producer I'm not right. just a fashion dude I'm all these things Yeah. and they love to tell you like what you can't do and what you can't be like oh you, you, you make music you can't make sneakers why can't I
0: Right.
1: and why can't I right. not only yeah, uh, I can I will and do it good and yeah do and do it, and do it, do it my yeah. way you know yeah. and it's like whatever I don't know I'm gonna learn
0: that's it that's it man and, and it all respect to you for that bro because a lot of people need to see that like and you're you're basically embodying what so many young people need to see you know? yeah I, like that's so to realize that that's within themselves too yeah that's
1: that i always try to do that you can ask anybody like if anybody came to me and said like yo they wanted to do dj bible studies i most likely gave them a chance and in my head i can think of a few djs right now that, that have not gotten a chance to dj my party and I'm definitely going to put these guys on DJ Will Gates I got you like there's a couple of dudes that's in my head right now that yeah. haven't DJed my party that I've been wanting to DJ my party and I haven't forgot them yeah. but anybody can attest that if they pulled up on me I was putting four or five DJs on my DJ budget was so I do not want to talk about it it was so <laughs> low yeah. I paid out of my pocket to yeah. make sure four DJs go on five DJs go on in a night every, every Wednesday mm. and that, that's me giving back that's me giving people opportunity me giving people shots I'll let anybody design for the brand if the, if the shit came out dope I'm gonna make it Yeah, and people know that people don't send me shit i like oh I'm gonna use this Yeah, you know that, that's my way of giving back it's like people try to keep the knowledge and keep things sheltered and it's like I get it but at the same time it's like you can't push things forward and as you get older you need a younger person to like kinda keep you on point. But right. you're not really, I'm not really out there as much as my young boys. Mm. You know, we're not in the same places. I, we don't know the same dances. We don't listen to the same music. So I need to to know what they're telling me. And I, the, the only example I could think of um, off the top of my head, if it, if it wasn't Kanye, Jay-Z, wouldn't it last so long? Mm.
0: You know? Mm. Explain what you mean by that, because I, well, I understand what you mean. Well,
1: in a sense, think of something uh, like Watch the Throne was so important especially at the time and that's already a, lot, a long time ago that's mad years you ago even think about that. yeah like it's not it's not Crazy. that wasn't yesterday but it was so important because it's like you get jg to rap on on things that he wouldn't normally rap on hmm. about things that he probably wouldn't necessarily care to rap about yeah. you know it's different it just shows that it's that relationship yeah you right know back. it's like yo this is the new wave you need to get on this you know what you're doing is great but This is where the game is going, so you need to be a little over here. Kanye's really good at seeing what's to come. And I try to be super on point. One of the best feelings is when I have an idea for something and I see somebody else do it first, which means I was on the money. And it happened a few times in life, like big times. Like I wanted to make something and um, Nike made it. And it felt so good. I was like, because I told everybody, and everybody made fun of me, and everybody was laughing at me. And I was like, oh shit. Remember that thing I was telling you that I wanted to make a couple of months ago, and you guys couldn't envision it? And I'm like, look, this shit is in Dover Street. Yeah. yeah. Nike Lab just made this shit. Yeah, yeah. Look at it. And it sold out. That's real. So, that's like the power of our ideas.
0: Yeah. You know? Like that's one of our greatest currencies it is our ideas. Yeah. You know, 100%. Like, once you realize it, you're like, wow, like, the power of my thoughts. You and know, all of them, them not good them. either.
1: Like all your ideas are not yeah. good. You got to yeah. really filter through And That's the most difficult part because for me, I want to make everything I think of. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's one, I just want to make it like I thought it is, but it's not always good. Right. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. I feel, I, I feel bad for the kids in the sense that they got to get all the information from the internet and the internet don't always have the right information or real and then there's people trolling, people giving out the false information on purpose. Yeah. And you know, this is a dangerous thing. Yeah. Kids need to go outside, go play, go get hurt. Yeah. That's, that's one thing that like you
0: probably recognized, like growing up. Like, we probably both did is we had the almost the luxury of not being tied to our functions. or not yeah. we like we had the luxury of being able to just live with our own thoughts and, and almost just grow up and
1: yeah. really like your only interaction with people was like in person. Yeah, if you knew them. If you knew them, it's, it's funny because I, I like I fuck with everybody. Everybody knows that, but I, I don't consider the internet real. So I don't take Twitter or anything online serious. I, I just can't. Like, there's a bunch of people that's gonna give you fake loves, a bunch of people that's gonna give you hate. So, I just, I don't give a fuck. Don't like to pick, like to pick, I don't fucking care. All right. You know? And, and we're at a time that companies only care about those numbers. We're at a time that I'll give it like another five years. We're not gonna need a resume. People are gonna go to your, your, your social media and find out exactly what you're about. And they'll be like, all right, yeah, cool. People are getting hired because how much followers they have. It just sucks. Yeah. But it's reality, and it ain't going to change. So you better get with it. That's right. That's right, man. So...
0: For the new, this year that we're in, what we're about to do, what do you see as, like you don't have to say everything, what do you see as some of the things that you're going to be working on that you're excited about? Everything. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm in the works of having a pop-up shop, which is going to be super exciting. And just putting out way more physical stuff than I ever did before. I'm going to be releasing a lot of stuff. I think every two weeks I'll be dropping capsules, which is kind of crazy, like for me. Yeah. Because I haven't did anything like that before. The parties are coming back in such a bigger way, uh, the performances and sponsorships, that's what I'm working on for this year. And next year is even crazier. Cool. It's like a bunch of little things I gotta get in place and then next year will be super crazy. A lot of traveling, a lot of parties in other other states and uh, other other countries. Yeah.
0: So just even talking about traveling, man, like where are some of the places that you've
1: been, like some of the cities or countries that you really connect with? I've been a few places, but my favorite places, I'd rather talk about my favorite places. Fuck everywhere I've been, but my favorite <laughs> places. I love Toronto. Toronto yeah. is like New York, a little, it's like New York on a diet. Uh, it's the best yeah. way to describe Healthy it. It's dope, I haven't been all through Canada, I haven't been to Montreal, I haven't been, I have been to Toronto, which is like my city. I love that shit. The women, mm. I love you ladies. This like I love I love Toronto. Toronto, it's, it's just it's just vibes, man. And like to be like I'm half West Indian, so like you know you feel that vibe, and, and it's great. Amsterdam's second home. You know I can walk around that city a little bit. You know yeah. Where I'm going, it's kind of funny. My first time in London was last year. I spent like a good three weeks out there, and uh, very different and I loved it, I loved it, loved it, loved it. What was, I never what was been, it about? Yeah. I never been to a place where people are like a little more rude than New Yorkers <laughs> Yeah, and a little more tough in the sense that like you quick to get into a fight in London, that shit is normal. Like some dude wanna beat you up and then go buy you a beer. Right. Like that's real, culture. like yeah, that shit yeah. is real. Like that shit is like, you know? And the energy is just dope. It's just a little different. It's really West Indian out there again. Yeah. You feel those vibes. You feel those African vibes. I love it. It it reminds me a little bit of home, but way different. Food is real shitty. (laughs) Just deep fried
0: everything. That's so true. (laughs) It's just deep fried everything. It's so bad. Yeah. The UK, that's something that I I really connected with out there was just the energy the people bring. Yeah. You know, like, and everyone seemed to have a sense of taste whether it was the fashion or anything, like, they just had
1: a sense of taste about it. Yo, like, that's the only place that I seen, for me, that was like, everybody was fucking fashionable. Yo, like, on the train, like, everybody it, was fucking fashionable. Yeah. It was like, Nobody not fashionable. Right. Even the bums were yeah, styling. Still had a like, little, like, it it look was kind of it. yeah. crazy. It's kind of funny because I was out there underdressed because I go to Amsterdam. and If I get too dressed up, my dudes make fun of me. And it's a super street streetwear. Right. And I, I went to I went to London. I'm like, wait, I'm way underdressed for this. Cause this shit is crazy. Yeah and just right. like you were saying like how with new york
0: culture and hip-hop culture is like we breathe it yeah for them the fashion and that look it's not like they're trying no it's not no a, no like they're, they're not like just, oh let me get dressed up everybody everybody yeah. Like every
1: every religion every 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 race like everybody was just super fashionable everybody just looked super good yeah like at all times Yeah. they're like yo they're just going to the store on the block but they was on point i love like the nightlife in paris they're, When I was young, they used to tell me, like, yo, when you get to Paris, you're going to love that shit. That city's for you. That shit was so fun. Mm -hmm. The clubs were so fun. Thank you. <laughs> the women were so fun. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, yeah. What were you doing out there while why you were in Paris? I just went for Fashion Week two years ago, and that was like my first time out there. I bought the ticket like the day before I flew, and it was dope. Thank you uh, to Virgil letting me come to this show. And basically, I just went to go to Virgil's show, yeah. his first women's show. And thank you, because like he didn't have to let us even come. He let me put my friends on the list, and we just went to the show and just got fucked up and went to all these like uh, Lark and Silencio and their pom uh, It was just yeah. fun. We was just out every night getting drunk and, and going back to our crib or our hotel. We had a few, we had like three cribs in a hotel. Wow. You know, yeah. we, we we went out there with a few people and we all just end up trying to get as much stuff as we want, you know? And <laughs> like, we switched houses out there. Yeah. Like, I went and we stayed in like, it was like, oh yeah, we got your little apartment. Uh, I, I got there and the bed, the fridge and the toilet is all in the same room Damn. like it's all in this one little yeah. I was like I gotta get the fuck out of here so we <laughs> stood there like one night Yeah, and then we changed and got another crib and then uh, we went and got a hotel too so we had the crib and the hotel and yeah. I was living yeah, it was fun. Like I, I don't. I'm not too fond of the hotels. The hotels have mad rules, and yeah. I want to smoke weed and Restrictions. shit. Restrictions. Yeah, yeah, like who you can let up and yeah. how much noise you can make. I, I want to smoke weed and chill, so I I'd rather Airbnb and fuck your shit up. Exactly, exactly, man. So, yeah, and, and one thing with traveling too is like
0: when you're able to experience all these different cultures and lifestyles and parties, you come back to New York, oh,
1: yeah. a new person. Oh yeah, for me, I I I learned everything like every trip. I don't even have to go far. I was in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Mm. Shout out to Inc. I was out in in Bridgeport, Connecticut, and I learned something that I can apply here. Every time I go anywhere, I'm watching, I'm taking notes because there's something that I can apply here, especially out in Europe. Every trip I've been to Amsterdam, every every trip, like even to Italy, I learned something. I was like, oh, they're not doing this in Nightlife here. They're not doing this in design here. And I'm able to to go back and put it towards my brand. If it wasn't for Amsterdam, I don't think my party would have been as good as it as it is. I learned so much stuff in Amsterdam. Yeah. Watching how they did, how Pate did the parties in Vic, and I just applied it to myself. Yeah. That's so real, man.
0: And I try to encourage a lot of my friends to travel and to experience these things because you just gain so much life experience. But you're right, like if you're you're seeing things like as an observer, like you said, you mm-hmm. are you're also studying at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're picking up different cultural cues from different people and different events and cultures. And you just add that to your repertoire. You're able to then come back and like do things in New York in a new, fresh way 100%. that people resonate with. You know, so I see it. I see people resonating with the different moves you make, man. That was always, uh,
1: yeah. my reason for travel is to learn the culture and uh, to, to like learn something new and see how, you know, as a New Yorker, like New Yorkers don't travel. We don't yeah. care to travel because we have everything here and everything it has to pass through to here. Yeah. Everything has to pass through, so we not necessarily ever want to leave. We don't care.
0: Right.
1: It's really easy to be like, oh, whatever. I don't give a fuck what's going on in Italy because no matter what, it has to come here, food, fashion, art, yeah. we gonna get it. Eventually, Eventually. Yeah. like if not first, this is like mm-hmm. this is the biggest media, so Fact. you have to bring it here first to get the eyes on it anyway. Fact. So that's why like there's always album release parties here. People don't realize that. That's why that dude came up here to kill a black person, right? He yeah. Came to New York he to even do it. He said that. He's like, yeah, I have the like, because it's cause like, the biggest media publicity. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you know you got to take that into account. And when I'm traveling, I don't I don't want to be the New Yorker there. I try to be as native. That's just for me working a life. I don't really travel anywhere where I don't know anybody. Not really like wandering like tourists. I'm chilling with the natives, doing native things. So I really don't get to do the tourist shit. I never seen the Eiffel Tower. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I was there.
1: Like I, I seen yeah. it from afar, but I didn't go there. Right. You know, like my right. friends don't really want to do that shit. I go to Amsterdam. I've never been in a Heineken experience. <laughs> you know, I never got to fuck a girl at Red Light District. My friends don't do that. Right. You know, like they live there, so I'm doing just uh, local shit. And it feels better that way. Absolutely. I don't want to be the tourist guy.
0: That's what I, I love about traveling is like when I'm able to do it, I'm only looking for the natural local experience. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to live somewhere or be somewhere for a certain amount of time and not experience life as people yeah. live there are, you know, that's what you want that's what you want to feel and experience because then you're able to
1: get a good gauge of what the culture of what actually it is, is you know? right, Yeah. I got a bad habit of traveling places when there's something going on I'll give you an example, like I always go to Miami for our Basel yeah. and then the whole world's down there, so you don't really get Miami vibe, you just get that week vibe Basil you know, yeah. and the same thing with Paris' Fashion Week, so you get the Fashion Week vibes, all your friends from around the world is there so mm-hmm. you don't really get Paris vibes. I'm making my mission to go to these cities when there's nothing going on. Yeah. You see, like a regular club night, not like a super ant. Yeah. You know, when everybody's in town. Extra, extra. Yeah. You know, so when I go to Amsterdam, it's super regular. I go there on a the fucking Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing yeah. going on. We'll just make something. Right. That's right. Which is cool. Yeah,
0: man. All right. So I know we. have so we're very Mm forward-thinking, but for the people who don't know who you are, can you just tell them a little bit of what you've done, some of the things that that you've been a part of?
1: Oh, this is like the hardest part, right? (laughs) Like, talking about myself. I'm just a kid from New York, man, that grew up up in, like, a graffiti culture that led me into streetwear culture. And I grew up selling sneakers and collecting sneakers, and I was able to work for uh, A-Life on and off for a long time. I was always able to leave and go somewhere and come right back, you know? Before that, I was at a Japanese brand called Prohibit before A Life, and I was at Nike a few years back when they had like the Bowery Stadium thing going on. Yeah, shout out to Tommy. Tommy like pulled me into that job. I don't know. I do a bunch of shit. I throw parties. I'm like the man of the city. You know, if you come here, you probably want to hit me up to get connected for whatever it is that you need. Right. And if you weren't looking for a good time, uh, not so much now. I'm old now, but in my younger days, you know, take you to any club and wild out. Yeah. Nah, no, I just go to selective clubs. <laughs> and I don't really right. wild out anymore. Right. I'm trying to be in my best behavior. <laughs> ah
0: man. I remember you actually took me out on the town with Mike. Shout out to Mike. Crazy. One night, and that, that was one thing that I remember, man. Is no matter we went to like four different spots. Yeah. But we were running into people that you know, and like going to different events and people that you've been connected with for years. And that was just something that I noticed is that everyone respected you. Everyone was, you know, respected your hustle. And also, just just saw you as someone who
1: represented New York culture to the fullest. And that's yeah, that yeah. I mean, people don't true. realize how old I am because I look really young, mm-hmm. and people don't realize how long I've been around, right? Mm-hmm. So since I look really young, they're like, "Oh, he can't possibly have been around for that long," right? So when we go out, people that don't like me necessarily don't really know me, mm-hmm. and they just think I'm just like some kid from New York oh, that's super spoiled. Some of these people don't even realize I'm from New York. And they just think I'm spoiled because I can go to any club and what they don't realize the people that run this club or I even know them or worked for them in the past or the security person is always the same group of fucking people doing the same job. So like I was hanging out downtown since I was 14, 15 years old. I went to school in Midtown. I'm 30 years old. Mm. I have these relationships. People don't understand that. So people just think I'm like this entitled, loud mouth, crazy, stand on the table, drink out the bottle, kid. But like I earned the right to do all those things. It's not overnight. Mm. And it's good. Like people, people, like people don't like me, but they, they have to respect me. And it's one of those things that you got to kind of like. Get in a group and huddle and keep it to yourselves and shit. Yeah. You know, because I have a, a good reach, especially here in the city. Right. You know, you're not going to be really too vocal. You're not really going to come at me. I never think anybody's going to touch me. I never think anybody's going to come for me. It, it, it'll be bad for you guys. For sure. And um, and nobody really realize or know where I'm from. They just know me from being downtown. Nobody really knows that I'm born and raised in the South Bronx. Nobody really knows that my, I have like all these West Indian people in Brooklyn. And it's good, I never had to call nobody. I never had to call my Dominican niggas to come downtown on motorcycles. Like, and they would. Right. And and that's real, and that's how I grew up. But I try to treat people with the same respect. And of course you get into beef and you get into problems with people, but I try to like never let it escalate too out of hand. I'm very petty. I'm very, very petty. (laughs) I'm very petty. I'm very, very petty. I'm very <laughs> yeah, petty. I'll, yeah. I'll sit in the club by myself and, and have the bouncer take you out and just laugh to myself, by myself. <laughs> you don't even know why you're getting kicked out. Right, right, I'm right. super, super petty and, <laughs> and, and, and I would do those things and yeah, I'll laugh yeah. about it by myself. I won't even tell anybody, I'll fuck your world up. Mm. I'll fuck your world up. Wrap, and it's like, I worked too hard, hard to get here. The shit wasn't overnight. And I did so much shit for people. So much shit for free for people. I'm not gonna say no names, but they know who it is. and. That's for credit. That's for you don't get credit. You don't get... You do it because you love it. Mm. You know, and it's like, you're know, always going to get credit. Good karma. I, I believe... I really believe in karma. And now that I'm doing my own thing, it, it's, it's, bless. it's, it's blessed. It's blessed. A lot of people have been helping me that don't have to help me. Right. And I'm grateful. I'm very really grateful. I just count my blessings to try to stay out of the... the, the petty
0: mindset. Man, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but uh, but I am, and I, and I know I am. So I'm really careful how I move. I'm, I'm really... I have learned to, like, just go home and just... Relax, I used to be really bad. I used to air people out on Twitter and and I used to make a scene. Like I get super emotional. Anybody I tell you like, yo, that's just fucking emotional. It's like, I love this shit. Mm. I breathe this shit, this is like my energy. So like, and, and people will drain it from me, yo. Mm. People will troll you, find people will use you. Yeah, people yeah. people find a way to, to shift yeah. your energy. It's like, right. that's life. Yeah. It's just, you, you have to control it. And, and so far so good. The last few years I've been killing this shit. Man, and now people's going to have to fucking deal with it. That's it. That's it. And when you
0: have that energy where you're like, you're moving forward, you're focused on what your goals are going to be, people will naturally, and they are, they're naturally coming to help. Coming, like you're saying. Yeah, I think yeah. as
1: shit get better, people are naturally coming. And like, yeah. I look around and I see like the team I have now and the people that's putting in the two cents is like, oh shit, it's, it's translating. People are starting to get it. And now companies are calling, and every week I'll get a message from a store that wants to carry the brand. The best feeling is when somebody stops me in the street to say what up, who I don't know, which happens almost like at least once a day, right? Like, oh, I like what you're doing. And what's a little better than that is when I'm walking through Soho or when I'm walking through LES and somebody's wearing my shit and don't know who I am at all at all, you know, I'm in a party and people are wearing my shit. And I, I, I make sure that that person knows that I'm, I make myself real known. Yeah. And if they don't say nothing to me, or they don't notice that it's me, I love it. Mm. And when I was living like downtown on Clinton Street, I seen some kid in the store with my hat on. I was like, yo, wait, you got this hat? Oh, he's like, oh, I bought this shit in Buffalo Exchange. And I'm mad because I gave somebody a hat and he bought it to fucking Buffalo Exchange, right? Yeah. But, um, it, but, it, but it feels good that somebody seen this shit on the shelf and bought it. Yeah. It's all full so circle. yeah, full it's, circle. It's, it's, it's funny. It's it's funny how that works. Yeah, man. yeah.
0: So I can just say, man, I'm definitely inspired and encouraged by everything that you're doing. The hard work, the the mental energy, the, the physical energy
1: that you put into your brand is it's felt. I'm inspired by you. <laughs> you work way more harder than I, and way more clean. Like, you you seem to be like your shits together. <laughs> My shit is like pretty sporadic. <laughs> yeah, I'm really bad with the schedule. I gotta get on that. No, but nah, you've been on point. No, nah, I appreciate it. I'm man. sorry nah. you invited me up. <laughs> a, it took nah. me a month to nah, get here. Nah, me. nah, bro. But it feels nah. good. I'm glad I'm here. Nah, everything happens when
0: the time is supposed to. Yeah, and
1: I feel like that. That's how I move now. I yeah. don't, I don't, I don't, I don't move Force. for nobody. Yeah. I have to move in my time, and for the first time in my whole life, that I'm 30, uh, last year didn't go by fast. This year is not moving fast. This shit is moving at my speed. Your pace, yeah. At my pace. Like, I'm not losing no time. It feels so good. It's the best feeling, man. That's
0: the best feeling. And I'm realizing that too for myself. It's like, when I was trying to... Almost force things to happen, things would almost happen the wrong way. Yeah. But when I just sort of let things sort of be and then let life take its course, things yep. happen the way that they're supposed to.
1: Yeah, I learned, that, I learned that throwing my party too. Like, I can't really, I stress out when I'm throwing my party. Mm. You went to my last party, I had to have you help me with the fucking projector oh, shit. I remember you remember that. this, right? I'm <laughs> yeah. like, you know this shit? Because I can't figure mic. this out. Yeah. Like, that's showing my age. Like, I, don't, I can't fucking figure this out save my life. Deal with this, because for like an hour, I'm in the back just like, oh, I can't even deal with this shit, right? right. right. I stress out until a certain time. By 12, 1 o'clock in the night, mm-hmm. I have no control over the party. I do everything I can to 12. Like, by 12, 1 o'clock, this shit has to run its own course. Mm-hmm. You know, after 12, 1 o'clock, I can get drunk. And let let whatever happened happen. It's either gonna be a great night or it's gonna be a bad night. There's nothing more I can do for this thing. Yeah. And that's how I used to run the party. And then I realized, like, you know what? I gotta bake everything into every night. Mm. I can't leave nothing to chance. Things just gotten better from that perspective. But yeah, shit has to run its own. You can't really, like, micromanage. You can't really like be on your phone or dealing with the party shit. Just enjoy yourself. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be bad. That's it. Man. Try again next week. Right, right. And because that's the thing. It's like when you're able to experience
0: what you're creating. Even though like for us, like we're always working, we're always on to the next thing. You still want to be able to be in the moment. and say, mm-hmm. Like I can appreciate what I just did. No,
1: 100. Like I, I try to create. I try to take. People don't see it like this. I don't do this shit for the money. I never did. I actually lost money hiring more DJs than what I could afford or putting on hosts. I, I, I treat everything that I make like art. That's why I design all the flyers out. I try to like create this vibe and that's art to me. I know I'm gonna put this this fucking dubstep DJ on with this electric DJ on, with this hip hop DJ on. And that's art to me. Yeah. And people are gonna be offended, people are gonna be pissed, people are gonna be like, oh, I need to hear trap shit, I don't wanna hear this electric shit. And I'm like, yo, you need to go to a fucking other party. Yeah. And I never tell the DJs what to play. It's, it's, it's art, and I like to run it like art. As long as it feels like art, I'll be happy. It doesn't feel like work. As long as I get to design some parts of it. Even at the bar, you know, I design a flyer for the weekend that I'm working. Yeah. Or, um, you know, I create like a little backdrop at the bar that's on the laptop that's playing. Like, it's all art to me. That's, it. that's it. And
0: with that, man, I just want to say thank you
1: and thank you for having me up.
0: I really appreciate it, man. It's a pleasure. This has been the Open Canvas with an amazing brother and someone who's going to only do more great things and it's going to bring more energy and life to New York City and to the world. Dice. One. Appreciate it. To find out more about the Open Canvas, hit up our website, theopencanvas.com. Also, stay tuned to our Instagram at theopencanvas. And for any questions or inquiries, hit up my email, tajtaj.com opencanvas at gmail.com. This has been The Open Canvas, produced by Taj Alexander.